0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi and I'll be your host. And in this, our first episode of 2021, we're going to talk about planning your vacation for 2021, what you can expect and what you should be preparing for. I am joined via the internet by a whole bunch of people. No, not really. I had to fix my screen. We're joined via the internet by agent consultant, Tracy Heinrichs. You have to unmute.
1: I told, told you what happened. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi,
0: Tracy. <laughs> and client services manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Again, you have to unmute as well.
1: He I'm is un- unmuted, funny. He just being funny.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Um, so again, our first episode of 2021, thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you guys for being here. want to just let folks know we did take a little bit of a break at the end of 2020. Um, I'm sure it's no surprise to anybody that the travel industry took a hit with COVID. So I was spending a great deal of my time just making sure things were running right with the business, and it took me away from doing this. But we're back on track. We're going to be doing more episodes, hopefully every, back to every week. But we, if we are not back to every week, please forgive me. It's just how things are going to go until we get everything straightened out. Um, so I wanted to clear that up first. But I'm um, very excited about it being our first show of the new year. And what I wanted to do was have Chris, Chris, <laughs> have was Tracy and Kevin on. <laughs> I get them confused too. <laughs> because they are the two folks that for the most part are booking every type of vacation that Dreams Unlimited Travel books. So they're going to be able to give us sort of a high-level interview, interview, a high-level overview of what we can expect in 2021 for specific destinations that Dreams Unlimited Travel sells. And I'm going to kick us off. I'm going to get us started. Um, I think we need to sort of take a broad look at what, 2021 is going to look like under COVID. Didn't want to talk about COVID. Was hoping that this was going to be it. We were going to start fresh in 2021, but that is just not the reality of things. We're very excited that a vaccine is rolling out. Um, we're, We're hoping that it works well with everybody and everybody gets immune to this. But we have to face the reality that, first of all, it's not going to happen quickly. Most experts are saying, end of fall when it will be available to everybody and then summer when we're looking at any kind of big immunity. So you still have to consider. I apologize. They're talking about end of spring,
2: the beginning of summer. Fall has nothing to do with it. That's
0: right. Fall already passed. Sorry about that. End of spring, beginning of summer, maybe even end of summer 2021. So... Um, That's something to keep in mind if you're looking to travel before that. But also I think we have to sort of take the realization that um, some of the restrictions that are in place now are gonna be in place for a while. Mask wearing possibly will be with us into 2022. Social distancing will be with us into 2022. Limited capacity in theme parks and on cruise lines, All of this will be with us. So I think you have to keep that in mind when you're planning your trip. And if this is something that you're willing to deal with and you're willing to do, then great, look at your trip and look at your planning. But if you're not, you might want to take a wait and see attitude. Um, There's a lot of talk out there about what the cruise lines will do. You know, will the cruise lines require you to have a vaccine? There's talk about if that's even legal or not. Um, There's talk about will the cruise lines require you to have a test before you cruise, and if so, how close, and will they provide the test? So there's a lot of unknowns out there, but I think it's safe for all of us to think, if we're going to travel in 2021, you're going to have to wear masks, you're going to have to socially distance, and it's not going to be exactly the same as you remember. Dining might not be available. We talked about this on the, the Diz Unplugged, that buffets are probably a thing of the past, So just keep all that in mind when you're looking at your 2021 travel plans. Fingers crossed. We're hoping it gets much better. We're hoping it gets better soon. But you got to take that into consideration. All right. Put that out of the way. you want to say something, Kevin? Sure.
2: I just read about the possibility of something they're calling a COVID passport, where if you've had the vaccine, certain countries might not allow you in unless you have that COVID passport which means that you can have something on your cell phone or print it out that you have to show that you've been vaccinated.
0: I think we also have to realize, too, that not all countries are going to get this vaccine as quickly as, say, the United States and Canada and the European Union. There'll be countries that will be far down on the list just because of their economics and what they can and can't do. So there might be places you can't even go or wouldn't want to go. So keeping that in mind. All right. Don't want to talk about COVID no more. Let's go on to what I think, start off with what I think are the easiest destinations to talk about because we are traveling there now because we are taking reservations. They are taking reservations and that's Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando. And I'm going to turn it over to Tracy. She can give us a high level of what you can expect for Walt Disney World and Universal in 2021. Take it away, Tracy.
1: So, first of all, forgive me if I look down to read a little bit because there's so much information. And a lot of this I didn't even note until this morning because things can change so quickly. Um, So, first of all, with Walt Disney World, uh, we do know that they're operating on reduced capacity. Um, As far as we're hearing, they're approximately 35% uh, capacity, I think, is where they're maxing out at right now. Um, It was... 25 percent before you know late fall so we do know that they are working on reduced capacity there's still social distancing mass required um in another show we're going to talk about my fall trip to disney world but i can tell you i think they're doing a fantastic job i was really impressed with um the things that they had in place the way that the cast members were keeping everybody distant the way they were operating the attraction lines and and so on Um, so that's the first thing, know that they are reduced capacity. This doesn't mean that the parks are dead. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're. it's going to be you, your family, and a couple of friends. It, there's, you're still going to notice people. What we notice most are lines outside of attractions. Just because everybody has a social distance, the lines are coming or the queues are coming more out now um, into the, the public spaces, whereas a lot of the times before they were kind of hidden. So, you know, you may notice things like that. Um, everybody's still, park reservations are still required for 2021. We don't see that going away anytime soon. And that's to help them with capacity limits and so on. Um, we did see, uh, we are going to see a return of park hopping, um, as of January 1st. So park hopping is back. It looks a little different. Uh, you now will go make your reservation for the first park. You'll go to that park. And then, uh, in the afternoon, I think it's two o'clock. Um, you can then park hop to another park. And I'm guessing uh, we haven't seen it in action yet. My assumption, um, because we're recording this just before January 1st, um, but my assumption is that they are going to, it'll be some kind based on availability. You could probably find out what parks are available to hop to um, in the um, My Disney Experience app. Um, I did also want to mention not all resorts are open yet. Um, So, you know, I think we have a couple coming on a little bit later this year. All Star Movies is coming back. Um, Beach Club is coming back. The Polynesian um, later this summer. So not all resorts are open. So be aware of that. Um, So, you know, it means maybe not always getting your first choice in resort. But so far, we've been able to accommodate pretty well everybody where they want to be. What else do I want to say? Currently, uh, Walt Disney World, they are accepting reservations. Uh, up until the end of December of 21. Uh, we're not able to book 2022 yet. Um, so just be aware that we're booking vacations until the end of 21. Um, I think we should mention the current COVID policy. Um, what they're doing at Disney has been quite flexible. So, as always with Disney, your $200 deposit has been um, refundable up until final payment. And then after final payment, you have penalties. What they're doing now is Up until until the day of check-in, and this is for arrivals up until April 30th of this year, um, up until the date of check-in, they are uh, allowing you to cancel or change your date without penalty. So they're being really flexible if something happens last minute, uh, that you don't have to worry about taking a chance, and then something changes. Either something changes with COVID, something changes in your own personal situation, um, so there is that flexibility for travel up until the end of April. So be aware of that. Um, I think we should also mention uh, current offers. We have uh, discounts up in tra- for travel up until April 17 currently, and those are a room discount up to 35%. They can be combined with tickets to make a package. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the resort will determine the ex- exact percentage of the discount, but it's up to 35%. Uh, also, we have heard there's a new offer coming on January 5. Uh, that new offer is going to be two free ticket days. As far as we can tell now, it looks like a minimum four nights day with a three-day ticket, and then you'll get two free days. So that would be a four-night stay with a five-day ticket. We're still waiting for all the terms to come out. I don't have them all in hand as I speak now. Uh, we're wondering if we are going to be able to combine this, for example, with the current room discount. Uh, we're not sure what they're going to do for that. Um, also, the ticket offer, that's actually going until the end of September, or September 25. So interesting that we're seeing um,
0: a promotion go all the way to September. I just add one thing to the tickets? Yep. The terms do say on an undiscounted four-night, three-day vacation. So I don't know that they're going to allow us to stack the discounts yeah. for that. And the other thing is I'm trying to find out some specifics about it like is it two is the are the tickets you're going to get for free the same ones you buy so let's say if you buy a park hopper a 3-day park hopper are you going to get two days with park hopping so it's yeah, not clear
1: yeah so what they'll do is if it's a 3-day park hopper they'll add two days and then you'll have a 5-day park hopper um, in the same token if you want to do a longer stay so say you want to do 7 nights and you want an eight-day ticket? You would pay for a six-day ticket, and then get the extra two days, um, the discounted price. So you pay pay for a six-day ticket and get an eight-day ticket.
0: Excellent. So it's definitely the whatever you purchase.
1: That's what I understand right. now. Now, of course, you know, <laughs> you know. That's why I was reluctant to yeah. say it. As of the second I'm speaking right now, I believe this to be true. <laughs> um, I think the last thing I want to say about Disney is that, um, as I mentioned, there are room discounts through the end of April. And there's still quite a bit of availability for the spring. I'm noticing a lot of people are booking more last minute. If you're thinking about still doing something for the spring up until April, there are some decent rates available. There's still some resort availability, um, so it may not. Uh, you know, if you're thinking about it and you have the flexibility to travel now, it might be worth giving it a shot and having a look. Excellent. All right. So I want
0: Q- to say too about Walt Disney World. Okay, let me say one more thing, too, and I think this is something we talk about a lot and we mention a lot, so forgive me for repeating myself. With any of these, these discounts and anything, don't wait. There's a couple of reasons, right? First of all is your resort in your room. You want to make sure you secure that. But really now it's about the park reservations. As soon as you have your ticket associated with your resort stay, you can book your park reservation. So you buy your, if you put a package together with tickets, you know, think about it. For $200 down, you've secured your resort, you secured your room, you secured your dates, and then you're going to secure your park reservation. So it, do it now. You know, don't wait and see what happens and maybe, maybe, maybe. You know, you could always cancel later. So I just want to make sure we put that into there as well. Um, yeah, the only other thing I could think, Tracy, is um, – You know, dining still seems to be a challenge at Walt Disney World. Um, People are clamoring for the dining plan to come back. Um, I think with the read, this is just my opinion. This is just my speculation. Hang on a second. Let me do that. Uh, Just my opinion and just my speculation. Um, We might see some kind of dining plan come back because park hopping came back and they figured out a way to do that there's a possibility with dining don't hold me to it but I think we're gonna see that so even more important to get your reservation now and secure your reservation all right I'm done interrupting you <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. so, <laughs> let's look at uh, let's look at um, universal what do you got for that
1: So universal is sort of, as far as reservations and booking and things like that, they're sort of business as usual. So no special policies in place, uh, same policies, deposit is due, you know, when you book it, final payment 45 days before, uh, deposit is refundable up until final payment. And then if you cancel out the final payment, there's a small penalty. They're being somewhat flexible in allowing us to do date changes and things like that and waiving that penalty. But as far as the reservation side of things, it's sort of business as usual, um, they are, they don't have all of their resorts yet, op- yet open. Um, I think it's Sapphire Falls and Adventure Aventura that are still closed and we don't have reopening dates for those. Um, so still, you know, some, you know, the, and even the resorts that are open and the same is true with Disney, even the resorts are at reduced capacity. So, you know, everything is being controlled at this point, uh, for universal, um, still they are operating with reduced capacity. I don't know what their numbers are from what I'm hearing. It seems to be a little higher than what Disney's doing. I wouldn't be surprised. It seems to me like they're around at least 50%, um, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I know both parks are doing things to get more people on their attractions for ride. So, you know, maybe putting up barriers and, and things like that, or, you know, like plexiglass between rows, um, things like that are happening to keep people moving. Uh, Masses required, social distancing, all the same policies. I think we're going to see this in both of the parks for quite some time. Um, as far as specials for Universal, Universal is kind of always, often running some version of a special. You know, you can get a, a bit of a discount if you book your tickets with your room as a package. Um, often they're offering, you know, a couple extra days tickets here and there. There's nothing really great and specific yet. As I'm talking, I'm expecting something in the new year. Uh, just because even though we don't think this is going to be a traditional wave for us, January is still a wave season in travel. So I'm, I am suspect we're going to see, um, you know, some
0: new offers in the new year for Universal and as well. That Universal package offer seems to be ongoing. Yeah. They do have an end date for it, but they always push it out.
1: Uh, yeah. It's, and at this point, it's looking right until the end of December, you know, they still offer the special Harry Potter theme packages. Um, you know, so so the usual. Both parks offer you know uh, discounts for Florida residents. Um, those are still those are still being offered. So, so, Universal, as I said, kind of basically, you know, except for the the in park things that they're doing, reduced capacity, not opening all the resorts.
0: They're sort of business as usual. Excellent. All right, let's move on to Disney Cruise Line. So this is one of the ones that's a little bit trickier because um, we really don't know when Disney Cruise Line is going to set, set sail. I'm trying to get that out. We don't know when they're going to sail. They keep pushing the date forward and pushing the date forward. We're optimistic about um, spring sailings, but we don't know for sure. So what have you got first, Tracy, about Disney Cruise Line? So what we do know about Disney
1: Cruise Line at this point is all sailings have been canceled up until the end of February. Um, They've also canceled sailings longer than seven nights that are departing from a North American port. So that would be, um, you know, the Panama Canal. Uh, There was a nine-night Alaska that was canceled. There was a nine-night Southern Caribbean in the summer that was canceled. And that's due to the CDC ruling that um, nothing longer than seven nights. From a north american i don't know if it's u.s or north american to tell you the truth i think it's north american port can depart um until and i think that order is going until october sometime
0: it is north america because of the alaska cruises i think
1: right yeah because that one was departing from vancouver and it was it was canceled as well um so yeah so that's what we know um to be true uh, we also know that sailings in march of 21 have been are on a stop sell we can't um we can't sell anything in march usually that means a cancellation is following however there's been a bit of a time now since they've done the stop sell so i don't know in this case if they're waiting a little bit longer to see but i wouldn't be surprised if we see that you know march cancels coming soon Um, so that's what we know Um, Disney Cruise Line has also done a pretty good job with uh, coming out with a COVID policy as well. So what they're doing is, um, and th- sorry, this part I'm reading, uh, final payment is not due until 60 days prior to sailing for sailings up until July. Um, uh, actually, I think it, it might even be the end of June. So in that area, I think end of June. Um, so that means instead of paying at like 120 days out or farther, 90 days, Now you can pay at 60 days. So it's just giving everybody a little bit more time to see what's happening and make that decision. Also what's happening, they've released or they've relaxed the cancellation schedule. So, you know, it's similar to the 60 days before. There's no cancellation fees until that 60 days before. Um, They've also come up with cruise date flexibility. So for sailings booked by January 31st of 21 uh, and scheduled prior to June 30th of 21. You can cancel up until 15 days before your cruise. I'm sorry, I'm saying cancel, but you can't cancel. You can make a change to the date. So what what happens is if, say, up to 15 days before you decide, I'm not comfortable, I don't want to go, enough hasn't changed for me, um, you can then change the date to anything up until May of 22. And they're not charging you any penalties to do that. So they're really taking out the risk for those who will sail if, you know, the ships are going and if they feel safe to do so. So they're removing the risks. Now what happens is if you take final payment and Disney cancels your cruise, uh, you then have the choice of a refund of what you pay or 125% of future cruise credit based on the cruise fare paid. So if you're, for example, if you're you paid a thousand dollars, you would get a twelve hundred and fifty dollar future cruise credit to use on a cruise prior to May of 22. So that's not bad either. And I actually have clients who are choosing to do that. And so that if Disney doesn't sail, they've got the extra credit and they're upgrading on the next one. So, you know, I think even if you make that decision, at final payment time, which is 60 days out to to continue, uh, you still have that fail safe where it's 15 days before you can change the date.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is something that um, we don't want to um, make say that this is something we're specifically telling our clients to do. No, absolutely not. Absolutely Uh, not. In the grand scheme of things, it's something that actually works out better for you. Mm -hmm. If you pay your reservation in full and Disney cancels your cruise, they're giving future cruise credits. So there's a little bit of extra to spend on your next cruise. Again, not something I'm encouraging to do. Wink, wink. But, (laughs) you know, it does work out better for you if you're willing to take that risk. Now, if you take that risk and they don't cancel, then, you know, you fall into the other category of you can change it, but you're not going to get the future cruise credit or the option to get all your money back. Um, There's a great deal of talk about the fact that Disney Cruise Line may only sail out of Port Canaveral initially. And that sort of bears true in the fact that we saw uh, early 2020 Early 22, 2022, sailing's released out of Port Canaveral. Any indication, Tracy, that this is going to be the truth, or are we just all just waiting to see what's going to happen?
1: Disney's been pretty tight-lipped about what will happen. I think there's so many variables involved, it's hard for them to predict. My prediction is that that's what we're going to see to start. I think we're going to see, um, you know, there's because I believe in the beginning, uh, they're going to have to be careful what islands they go to. Not all, all not all islands are going to be accepting cruise passengers. Um, not all islands will be prepared even if they want to accept cruise passengers. So Disney will be very aware of that. I wouldn't be surprised if the first month or so of sailings, we see three- and four-night sailings to Castaway. Um, that wouldn't surprise me because Disney can maintain that in their bubble sort of thing. They, they can control what happens on the ship. They can control what happens in Castaway. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that. I don't think there's going to be a switch and itineraries are just all going to be back the way they were. I think there's going to be a period of, you know, warming up. I think when, you know, we know that capacities are not going to be full. They're not going to be sailing at full capacity. Um, but I think we also know that Disney takes nothing for granted, but like Disney is, um, over and about. We saw that when Walt Disney World Open. They weren't the first to open. They made sure when they opened, I mean, they had some kings but they worked them out and I think they're doing a phenomenal job. I think when they uh, start sailing, they're going to be confident that they can do it safely and uh, I think they're going to start with even smaller numbers than what their ultimate capacity will be. You know, like I could see them doing some, maybe testing it out on some media and travel agents and then if they make it okay, we'll bring up paying yes.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. How only to survive, well, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. How Maybe many is acceptable to lose? <laughs> really acceptable losses.
0: And we're also desperate. We'll go anywhere on anything. <laughs> well, I don't want to see how I can put this gently. I don't want to uh, make a prediction and, and get people's hopes up, but I've heard rumblings that the stop sell in March might not because of cancellations. Mm-hmm that it might be that this is when they are actually looking to do some test sailings mm-hmm. so that people who are already booked on these sailings will um, maybe offered something mm-hmm. and say, listen, if you continue to sail, something might be offered to you. Or they might say, listen, you can't sail because we're going to put cast and crew and possibly anyone else who. Cast members, uh, travel agents, on there. So, again, I don't want to make it sound like I have any kind of authority on this at all. Just some rumblings I'm hearing. And
1: um, that would make sense to me too, because typically we see a stop sale, and then within a week or two, we get the cancellations. That hasn't happened for this one, so it kind of makes it, it kind of makes you think that this one might be a little bit different. So we'll see. Time will tell. All right.
0: All right. Anything else for Disney Cruise Line?
1: No, I think that's about it. Keep in mind, I just want to mention one thing. If you have future cruise credits from a canceled cruise, when you're ready to rebook, you can rebook with Dreams even if you booked direct with Disney before. Your future cruise credits are attached to your Castaway club number, um, and those are yours. So they're not, you know, tied to Disney. You know, you don't have to rebook with Disney. So feel free. The other thing I want to mention is if you have onboard bookings, um, you know, that maybe you had canceled sailing or your, you know, your sailing's coming up. Even if your onboard booking is going to expire prior to your your next sailing, Disney's extending all of those until May of 22. Now you have to have it, it has to be an active booking. It can't be a placeholder that's expired. Um, but if you have an onboard on an active booking, Disney's extending those as well until May of 22.
0: Excellent. I think the takeaway with Disney Cruise Line is they're being extremely flexible. They're trying to work with people. They want to sail. You know, this is not um, you know, this is not them not wanting to sail. They want to get it done. So we have our fingers crossed that next year will be better with Disney Cruise. Ooh, Line. Ooh, I remember one more thing. Um,
1: if you are booked to sail and the cruise is going and you're all set, if in, the, in within the 14 days before you sail, you develop covid symptoms, um, or have a risk of COVID exposure, they are then offering you um a refund or a future cruise card. There's there's extra in place if something happens in those 14 days and you have COVID, obviously they don't want you sailing.
0: Right. You know We standing. don't want you sailing.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah exactly. Nobody wants Please don't
0: sail. If so you have COVID, do not sail.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. gonna be that's gonna be our tagline. <laughs> this year. <laughs> your
0: house. All right. Uh, moving on, the next uh, product I want to talk about, the next thing that Dreams Unlimited Travel sells is Adventures by Disney. We have, you know, quite a bit of information about Adventures by Disney going forward. They, you know, are canceling trips pretty much, uh, out of an abundance of caution and safety and the fact that, you know, some of these places aren't even open. So I'm going to give Kevin the opportunity to talk to us about Adventures by Disney. What do we know as far as what's going to travel, and then what are the restrictions, and what is uh, Adventures by Disney offering folks um, going forward to feel safe? My turn. Your turn. Take it away,
2: Kevin. Right now, Adventures by Disney has uh, canceled through May or March, excuse me, of 2021. I believe there are still two trips. They are domestic. I believe one is a backstage magic and one is in Arizona, Utah that are still on the books. I would not be hopeful for those. In the past, what happens is Adventures by Disney sends out uh, information stating that you have the ability to move your reservation without penalty to a new reservation further out, to put it in a parked status, and those uh, emails have gone out for April. Historically, what comes next is they start canceling. Most of March was canceled, but not because Adventures by Disney decided to cancel the reservations. It was because the people that were booked on the March reservations moved their reservations out of that, which meant that there weren't enough people to travel. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to April. This is a—it's kind of an ongoing rolling thing, but I would not be surprised to see April reservations canceled, especially overseas trips that are going to places that, as you mentioned earlier, might not be as far along in the vaccination process. We had an Egypt trip scheduled for late April that has canceled. And the reason they canceled it was because it involves a cruise. And they didn't feel comfortable with that yet. So I'd like to tell you that I have a blanket explanation of what's being canceled and what's not. But I don't. It happens when it happens. I know that's hard to explain to people. Right now, if you have an April trip, you can move your
0: reservation without penalty. I think also we have to we have to mention the fact that the backstage magics are being canceled because Disneyland is not opening. And we have no word on when Disneyland will open. You know, California has their own challenges, so that's affecting Disneyland's opening, but that has a ripple effect to one of Adventures by Disney's most popular trips, which is the backstage magic. So there also is some concern
2: about the fact that You travel by bus. Many things happen in a small enclosed area. Meals are included. So there are are other circumstances. Right now, if ABD cancels your reservation, it is fully refundable. Travel insurance, the adventure itself, and if you've booked airfare through Adventures by Disney, that's all refundable to you. They are not offering any kind of future adventure booking. You get your money back or you can move your reservation or you can move your funds into another reservation or into a hold status. There's no benefit to you for doing that, but some people are doing it because they figure that money's already been spent. That's my vacation money, so it's their vacation account. The other thing I need to reiterate that we've said 7,000 times if a reservation is canceled it is returned to the method of payment used if you paid for your entire reservation with Disney gift cards it is going back on Disney gift cards if you have a reservation that goes is canceled and it goes back to a credit card that you've closed there are things that have to be done first all of, None of those are interesting, so it's on a case-by-case basis. If your credit card is closed and I'm your travel agent or Tracy's your agent, talk to us and we'll see what we can do to help you. So, But that's the way Disney handles cancellations. Back to the method of payment used, including gift cards, whether it's Disney gift cards, Visa gift cards,
0: Discover gift cards, what do you think, uh, what's your speculation on future trips? Do you think maybe future trips this year will be mostly domestic? Like we're talking about Disney Cruise Line leaving from, you know, domestic ports. Do you think that Adventures by Disney is going to be, listen, we're going to do backstage magic when Disneyland opens and Arizona, Utah and all those things first?
2: I think Adventures by Disney is looking at the domestic trips to travel Arizona, Utah, um, Wyoming, things along that. I, you know, there's nothing you can do about backstage magic if Disneyland isn't open. I mean, it's not like anybody's you know just going to stay in LA. It's got to have the Disneyland component. and as well as the Imagineering and Disney Studios component component, and right now, those aren't open to anybody either. so it's it's touch and go. We'll see what happens. I would expect foreign trips to take longer i mean the england and france trip all of the uk is locked down i just heard that japan is we just watched something on the news this morning that japan is starting to close down again so until all those places can open up and I don't know what the spe- speculation, or excuse me, stipulations are going to be for you to travel, whether you have to prove a test or a, a vaccine. But I would say right now, international travel will be the last thing that ABD brings back.
1: I wonder if we'll see ABD um, bring things like more domestic than what they offer now. Maybe concentrate some on, remember they were doing those weekends in New York City or Nashville. I wonder
2: if we'll Isn't see them. all. I apologize. Mm -hmm. I talked over you. Those were not popular
0: at all.
1: No, I'm just wondering if they will be now because people can't go anywhere else.
0: No, I think what we're seeing now is what they just introduced, which are these private groups. Um, We're going to do a whole show on it because there's a little bit more information that we can present now. But what Disney has figured out is that people don't want to travel in a group of 30 or 40 people um, for safety reasons. Concerns over COVID, but as Kevin said, you know, you don't want to be in a bus with 20 or 30 strangers. So they're offering these private groups where it's you and your family, or maybe you're, you know, a little pod of people. That's the new word now. You stick with your pod and you can travel on these trips, quote unquote, by yourselves. So I think that's what we're going to see going forward until they open up the regular trips again. I mean, you look at, you know, these short escapes to New York City. New York City's not really back open either. You know, it's so hard to, to do this stuff. I think we're going to see domestic. I think if Canada ever lets us in, we're going to see those getting here early. Never again. No Americans ever. We're going to see those trips because a lot of those trips are also outdoors. You know, there's a great deal of the outside experiences there. And so they can put people in those spaces.
2: But I we have a friend named Matt who lives in Australia. And Australia and New Zealand have very, very low numbers. As a matter of fact, they just had, Matt was telling me they had 11 cases in Australia, which is pretty big, and they closed the whole country down. Matt was telling me that he can't leave Australia mm-hmm. for anything. Yeah. And that we they're can't babies. visit. Just <laughs> 11 cases and they're upset. And that we can't visit Australia. So there are places that have got their transmission numbers very, very low, or down to none in New Zealand, who are living life the way we used to live life. However, they're not allowing people in or out. So they're keeping those borders closed. I have a feeling that we might see more of that once people get to bring their numbers down, that we might see them isolate until everybody does. You mentioned a bus. I have never been a big fan of the bus in any
0: format, but right now I'd love to be on a bus with 30 or 40 strangers. I really would. We miss travel very, very much. We've got a trip planned in July. Mm-hmm. Is that our trip? So that's There's a real Backstage
2: forward. magic in July. And I'm hoping. Um, I can tell you that ABD is being extremely flexible with people. So if there's an outstanding situation, if there's something you need addressed, I can help you with
0: it. So can Tracy. Excellent. All right, let's move on. I want to talk to Tracy about Royal Caribbean and Celebrity Cruises. Um, We bundle them together because they're basically the same company. They have the same policies. So it's just easier to talk about them together. But in the same vein of Disney Cruise Line, what is Royal Caribbean doing? And when do we think they're going to sail again? And what are their policies?
1: They're basically doing the same thing at this point. Um, At this point, they've cancelled up until the end of February. Um, They've already cancelled some of their longer sailings. Uh, They've cancelled Australia and New Zealand sailings because, as Kevin said, they're not letting anybody in. Um, So they're pretty well the same as far as cancellations with Disney Cruise Line. I feel like we're going to see all of them kind of come back at the same time. I don't think, you know, you might see, I have a feeling world Caribbean and may maybe slightly ahead of Disney just because Disney always takes a more cautious approach. But generally speaking, I think we're going to see them all come back the same. Also wouldn't be surprised to see Royal Royal Caribbean, especially do smaller trips to their private islands um, to start just to kind of keep everything in the bubble while they're getting, you know, their feet wet, so to speak. Um, They are both offering what's called a cruise with confidence program. So with that, um, again, if you're booked on or before January 31st of 21, and again, that date keeps moving as the, the closest, as there's uh cancelling sailings farther out. But as of right now, it's January 31st of 21. So you have cancellation flexibility, which means you can cancel up to 48 hours before for a future cruise credit worth 100% of what you paid. So basically, whatever your cruise cost, you get a future cruise credit, and you can use that up until the end of April of 22. Um the other option they're giving people is what's called lift and shift. So you can take, say you were booked on the Harmony in April of 21, you could move your sailing to 22 within four weeks of your 21 date. So if your date was April 4th, you can go four weeks before, four weeks after, except everything has to be done by April 30th of 22. That's when their cutoff is. Um, And so what they're doing in that case is your deposit stays paid and you get um, their price protecting what you have booked for 21. So you are limited. It has to be uh, very similar itinerary, same length, similar type of ship. So there are some terms and conditions involved, um, but they are offering that option. Um, So they are being, you know, fairly flexible as well. Uh, their future cruise credits are a little more difficult to use than Disney's. They overcomplicate it by taking it off the cruise price instead of just making it a payment. So it's, it's not as simple. Um, they were the first out with these really uh, flexible cancellation policies. They've been a little frustrating to deal with. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, but again, very flexible, just like Disney. Also, if they cancel the sailing and you're paid in full, they are do the same thing, offering a future cruise credit of 125% or offering you the refund. So, you know, with any cruising right now, um, we have, I think we have two camps. We have people who never really were cruising and this is not, they're not going to cruise anytime soon because of all of this. We have cruise people who are avid cruisers who really trust what the cruise lines do, how they kept us safe before. I mean, if you think of all the things that could have been outbreaks on ships before they kept us safe. A lot of us trust that they're going to do the right thing going forward. So there's a lot of us anxious to get back on ships. We just will. And so, you know, if you're in that camp, if you're anxious, if you want to book something, I think there's things in place to make it um, a little less risky than what you might think it is. Um, You also want to, um, you know, it might be time to look at booking with both companies. You can book refundable deposit or non-refundable deposit with a refundable deposit. You may pay a little bit more for the cruise fare, but your deposit is refundable until final payment. So I'm noticing more people are opting for that right now, just because of the uncertainty, but you know, with everything we're talking about, Walt well, Disney world, universal cruises, um, these are fairly low risk things. First of all, that we were confident that when they get going, they're going to be ready. Um, you know, Disney World, Universal already are showing that. Um, but these are things that you can book now. Make your plans with little risk. If something changes, if something, you know, if things don't get better when we think they will, you're not, you're not locked in. You're not out of funds. I would wait on booking airfare. I mean, air, airlines are being pretty flexible, but a lot of them are giving you a credit. I wouldn't be rushing to book airfare right now. A lot of people think there's must be great deals. Like I want the great, I want to get on the great deals right now. That's not happening. Um, you know, we talked about some specials, but for the most part, nobody's offering, they're not offering big cruise deals and discounts right now outside the norm because they don't know when they're starting. They don't know what capacity they're going to start at. So they don't want to be offering these deals, filling ships and then have to cancel people. So I think we're once everything has the green light and cruises start, We may see some, you know, promotions and discounts. But keep in mind, we can always change your reservation to what's out there. You know, we can change promotions. We can change discounts. So even at that, you're not locked in.
2: Can I go back a second? Sure. Tracy was talking about flexibility with cancellation. Right now, ABD policy is that you can cancel your deposit up until 90 days prior to departure no penalties, no requirements. It's full, fully refundable deposits up until 90 days prior to your departure. I would expect that to end as soon as they start traveling again. But if you book now, it is actually written on your confirmation email that you have a fully refundable deposit up until 90 days prior.
0: Yep. I think, I think everybody is uh, trying to get people to book this book with confidence idea. I want to talk about Royal Caribbean for really quick because Royal Caribbean celebrity, believe it or not, is actually what I have the most experience with from a client standpoint. Like I haven't booking Walt Disney world or Disney cruise line. I've, we've got several Royal Caribbean and two celebrity cruises we've had on the books that had to be changed. And I've got to tell you, they've been fantastic about it. One of the things Royal Caribbean does is they've got uh, for suites, The deposit has always been non-refundable. And even now, we had to cancel a cruise and rebook it because we didn't want to travel when they were traveling or might have traveled. They even gave me a future credit on the suite portion of the deposit. So I didn't lose the deposit on the suite portion, which is usually non-refundable. Celebrity has been fantastic. I can't tell you how great they've been. Tracy is right. It's a bit of a pain in the butt. It is, you have to talk to three or four departments and you've got to get this all future cruise credit switched up. I don't like the fact that they take it off the cruise fare. I think that doesn't make any sense to me. But in the grand scheme of things, they've always been great about the flexibility of it and giving me more than what I think they should give me. So really, really happy with them. And Tracy, you mentioned no discounts on cruises going forward other than the regular stuff. But I will say this, if you're if you're gonna book a year, a year and a half in advance, you're gonna get a good price. Mm-hmm. For example, we moved a celebrity cruise about a year out, and I was blown away at the price we got on that cruise. Not because there was a discount available, but because we were booking so early. Right. Right. So that's a plus of all this.
1: And also what's happening, I mean they were still running the regular promotions. They're buy one, get one, half off, they're you know, their dollars off. They're still running all of their regular promotions. So I don't want to, I shouldn't say there's no discount. There's, you know, prices are not slashed because of COVID. Um, you know, we're seeing with Disney, they're doing some IGT, OGT, stuff for spring. And those are their guaranteed rates where they, you know, offer a discount. Usually about 25% off a of cruise rate they offer. Um, but for the most part, people are surprised when they ask for pricing. Uh, they're expecting bigger discounts. And so that's just not the case. We don't know yet, um, as of the time of recording this, we don't know what the new offers are for January. Like I mentioned before, I do think we'll see wave-type offers um, for the new year for both Royal Caribbean and Celebrity. I don't know what those are yet. But for the most part, there's always something with these two cruise lines. There's always something. Typically, the value is the same. It might be worded a little different or... You know, there might be you may get a little bit more on more credit on offer one, but offer two is going to save you more up front. Um, sometimes we see little extras during seasons like wave season. So we don't know yet what January is going to bring. But again, if something comes, we can change it. We can, you know, we can modify your reservation. Um, so we're always we're always checking to make sure that you get the best deal possible
0: um, for your cruise. And what I love about Celebrity is they almost always offer the four perks plus two or however they word it. So you get things like your gratuities paid and your Wi-Fi for free and the drink package. I love those deals. I think Celebrity
1: gets me to about as close to an all-inclusive as I can get. And in some cases, you know, maybe I'm not coming out super ahead, but the fact that it's all built in, the fact that it's a price paid up front, and I can go on what feels like an all-inclusive vacation, I don't drink alcohol but I love having the drink package, Uh, you know, just because I love being able to order my specialty teas and, you know, I I'll drink my non-alcohol cocktails, but if I want a can of diet soda, I can have it. If I want to drink Avion water the entire cruise, I can. Um, So I love that aspect of it. It's celebrity to me is like, it's about all inclusive as you can get on a ship.
0: I agree. I agree. All right. So lastly, I want to move on to uh, Viking cruises the Viking products, something else that Dreams Unlimited Travel sells. Kevin sells uh, these Peacehouse Sells Adventures by Disney and Viking exclusively. And Viking has the river and the ocean portion. So we're trying to figure out what's going on with them. What can you tell us about their policies, procedures, and when we think they're sailing again, Kevin?
2: They don't know when they're sailing again. There you go. They just don't know. It depends on where it's going, what countries it's visiting, what their rules are. And I think that's so up in the air right now that nobody knows. And they speak with confidence. You know, the April sailings are still on the books. So we shall see. Now, Viking had, I'm going to be honest with you. I called this morning to get the hard and fast rule on cancellation policy for viking because it changes sometimes and i was told that their policy is now it's 120 days if you cancel 120 days prior to departure you have a 100 per person penalty anything you've paid is returned after 121 days the penalties start to increase so I said, is that across the board? Well, it depends on the length of your sailing. And I said, as the sailings get longer, the, the depo- or the penalties change? Yes. Well, can you tell me what those are? It's on a case-by-case basis. I said, so guests have to wait until they book a deposit to figure out what their penalties are? Well, that's not the right way to word that. I said, well, give me another way. Yeah, that's it. I said okay. Um they had a policy out if you booked between May what was it? May 1st and December 31st, you are now you can plan your voyage risk-free. Change your cruise date up to 24 hours, all change fees are waived. The ultimate flexibility, you have 24 months to select your new cruise date. This is not a refund. This was a a voucher. And I asked about that. Well, that ends in a couple days. I said, so what will be the policy going forward? And it goes back to 120 days prior to departure. If you have a Viking cruise, all I can tell you is that it's going to take whoever books it some phone calls. But I, I... I would love to tell you that I had X, Y, and Z that I could tell you was the case. But when I asked her if they made these things up on each phone call, she became very, very angry with me and told me I didn't have to take the survey at the end of her call that tells you how to rate her service. I don't think she was at all happy with me using
0: these words. She from told person, me, me from the person who has shares a wall with Kevin's office you would not believe how many times he's on the phone with Vikings screaming at them because their policies are so stupid.
2: Well, they're so vague,
0: they're vague. And then, but I will say this, you tend to get your clients. What's the right, in my opinion is the right thing. You can. I
2: can usually do that, but I usually think that means they're doing it
0: just so I'll stop talking. Well, that's what I mean. Just so you'll shut up. So please stop yelling at us. We'll give you whatever you want. Um, that's not necessarily true, but I, I know that you've had a couple of instances where the policies are so ridiculous that you've been able to go to supervisors and get them to to, bet, to to go to something we think is more reasonable.
2: And that's all I ever ask for, is be reasonable. You know, If so I would love to tell
0: you that I have a hard and fast rule. I don't. Any differences between ocean and river specifically you can point out? As far not really. Policies?
2: Not really. Um, I can tell you that if you're looking for a Viking cruise, they used to be more reasonable with their final payment date. About the best I could possibly get you right now is three months from the date you make your deposit, you have to pay in fall. And I have had cruises cancel because people in 2022 don't want to come up with $20,000 by the end of 2020, as we discussed it, it's like loaning Viking money for two years. If you are a prior client and you have a Viking history, I was able to push it up till six months. But again, that is not written in stone. I think a lot of it has to do, it depends on who I speak to, or how many times I call, or how many supervisors I have to get on the phone but Viking final payments are very quick. Now I think it's a great product. That's one of the flaws. You have to come up with the money way up front. And they used to let you do it, push it out to like 12 months. However, you and I have paid for a cruise 18 months in advance. So, and that's on ocean and river.
0: True. All right, so that's all of the things I want to talk about, specifically the Dreams Unlimited Travel sales. Uh, I want to wrap up with anything extra we want to tell clients. I'm going to start. Tracy, you touched on this, is uh, thinking about your air travel. A lot of uh, airlines are offering some pretty good cancellation policies at the moment, Um, full refunds and things like that. Very close to travel, so I think that's something to. As long as you look at it and understand the cancellation policy for your airline, I think you'll do okay. I don't think there's any um, you know risk you need to think about with booking your airline right now. But as far as you know traveling, I think we all have to understand that you know what you're gonna have to wear a mask at the airport. You're gonna have to wear a mask on the plane. This is what's going to be required of you going forward. And that, you know, you got to be flexible in what's going on with, the, with air travel. Anything else you guys want to add? Tracy, anything you've got?
1: I did want to add uh, just one thing about insurance. There are companies out there offering insurance that are covering COVID. They're few and far between. Um, but you may, you know, when you're traveling, I would suggest you look at something like that. Um, other than that, happy new year. It's good to see you guys.
0: <laughs> you too. Kevin, do you have any last minute Advice you want to give before we go?
2: Yeah, I'm really excited about something. We've talked about it on the Diz Unplug, but I think we should mention it here. Hawaiian Airlines is offering a couple of flights per week that are nonstop between MCO, which is Orlando International Airport, and Honolulu. So if you are an Alani fan and want to make a vacation out of Disney World and Alani, you can now fly nonstop. And I found their prices reasonable. And their terms
0: are great, right? Fully refundable.
2: Um, Talking about refunds with airlines, if you are a a traveler like we are, even if your airline won't offer you a free refund refund, if you're a traveler and they offer you a voucher, I know that they offer us a voucher. We can use a voucher later on. So I kind of feel risk-free with that. But, um, yeah, and as Tracy mentioned earlier, I've been doing some uh, research on flights, and I was thinking that they would be begging people to get on planes, and they are not. I have um, heard, I, haven't, I don't know this for a fact, but I've, I've heard conversations that some routes aren't flying at all, mm-hmm. and that if they are flying, The number of flights are drastically reduced at this point. Um, I understand there were flights from the Northeast to Orlando that have either disappeared, the, the route has disappeared, or they have limited the number of flights per week. And I'm not finding any deals on those flights. So as Tracy said, I would hold off on your airfare if you can. You're not getting a deal right now. Unless you're flying from Honolulu to Orlando and it's nonstop. In my <laughs> opinion, it doesn't matter what that costs. It's a deal. <laughs> okay,
0: it's worth it. <laughs> worth every penny. All right. So that'll do it. Thank you, guys. Uh, as Tracy said, it was good to see both of you, even though I see Kevin every day. but day. <laughs> I'm ten feet away. Calm down. It's so it was better to see me. It was much better. <laughs> it was always better to see you. <laughs> Finally, somebody knew to talk to Yeah, Exactly. Um. But that's it for our show. Thank you everybody at home for listening and watching. Thank you guys for participating in the conversation. We hope you all have a great week and a great vacation.